0: what's up y'all this your girl samantha and this is my podcast Naturalized. so i'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all my voice is crap because i lost my voice okay so we're just gonna bypass that but today we're doing things a little different it is october the 8th and it is 1 50 and the morning okay and so um we wanted to, i wanted to do something a little different because i told y'all um on the last podcast that i was coming to conference which was um hosted with my church, Transformation Church, a shout out to TC Nation, um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it was a three-day conference, so I'm here, and I came with some friends who are in my B group, and so I wanted to do things a little different by having a guest, because I'm trying to start generating, um, including other people into the podcast, that way I give women a chance to tell their stories. So... Um, We came to Tulsa for a three-day conference, and the topic was overflow. And so I have a guest here who is my homegirl. Her name is not Dreamer, but we call her Dreamer. I'm going to let her introduce herself to tell you a little bit about herself. And um, she is in my B group. And at this point, we like sisters now. So, yeah, I'm going to introduce you to her, and I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about herself okay so here she goes i'm gonna let her tell you a little bit about herself and then we're gonna get right into the topic so
1: hi guys oh jesus okay hey guys um my name is Dreama. i'm 24 and this is my first ever podcast so i'm really excited also my voice is a little bit raggedy too because we was in there screaming but it's all right overflow period
0: (laughs) so we wanted to um just touch bases about conference um Just giving a little bit about what the season was like prior to coming because you had to be here to experience it to understand in full depth of what occurred here. So I wanted to ask her some questions just to help her um, just tell a little bit about her experience here, but also to help encourage other people who might be in a similar season as her, but to help her be able to encourage other people who, you know kind of going through the same thing so the first question I wanted to ask my girl is what was your overview of the season you are currently in prior to coming to conference
1: um I think the season I was kind of in before conference was like a season of like unknowingness like you know how we get in a relationship with God and how you kind of feel like I'm kind of the new Christian and so it's like you see other people who are like full-blown like praising and they, they've they got like all these revelations and they're like oh I can hear God so clearly and here I am don't even know what God sound like but he'll talk to me through dreams but do I know it's him I don't know and so it's kind of like a season of clarity and then like with all like the life stuff like a terrible job well a job that I kind of liked but now started like not liking and it seemed like there was a lot of stuff going on and um like it was like like weird things kept happening like it was like different types of what's the word I'm trying to for like trials every time like it's like every time something would happen I'd fix it and it'd be like something else would happen so, it's like, well, dang, can I get a break? Like, something. So, it was just very confusing and kind of getting to the point where I was just like, is this kind of the God I want to serve right now? Like, you're supposed to be so good, you're supposed to be so holy, you're supposed to be able to, like, get, like, be in relationship with you and have everything figured out. And it's like, since I've been in relationship with you, it's been nothing but chaos.
0: Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Okay, so I wanted to ask you, did you have any expectations prior to coming to conference?
1: I did, because pastors talking about how, like, you have to be here. Like, it's one of those, like, I only have 3,000 tickets. And if you're not one of the 3,000, then I'm sorry. And I was like, well, I gotta go. What (laughs) What are we doing? And so, I had the timer set. And thank God I was like one of the 3,000 and I was like talking about how I'm going in there just expecting like direction, purpose for what I'm supposed to be doing. Am I supposed to be staying at Starbucks? Am I supposed to be somewhere else? Is there things that I need to be doing now to prepare me for the next season? Also, what's with all this chaos? I'm confused. So I had so many questions but i just came just like expecting like whatever to happen to happen if i didn't get those answers i've been okay with that no i wouldn't have actually i wouldn't have been okay but (laughs) i (laughs) at least you wanted us about it yeah i would have been confused but i guess it probably thought that it wasn't meant for me to find out yet
0: so yeah that's good Okay, so that kind of already like went into um the next question, which is good because it, I wanted to ask you, what some things you felt you needed clarity on prior to coming to conference. After you answer that question, I'll ask you the next question just so it's not too much.
1: Yeah, um, so just clarity on like my purpose, um, clarity on what else to we doing here, clarity on like my family situation, like you know how like whenever you're. You're growing up, and you know you're not like your siblings. Like, you've got one sister who, like, wild it out and doesn't get in trouble. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm like, okay. I gotta be the... I'm the oldest, so I gotta act right. But it's like, your sister would say, you're the favorite kid. And you don't see you're the favorite kid because they favor your sister over you. And you see it, but she doesn't. So, like, what is... What's the disconnect? And then... Um, just clarity on like where I stood with God, because again, like I said, I, I never heard from him. And people would, when you grew up in church, it's like you had to like check these boxes in order for God to talk to you, or for you to like for your pinnacles. You had to like tie, you had to pray every day. I don't pray every day. <laughs> I, look- I don't. I so do you forget. be forgetting, <laughs> and like I know that's bad. <laughs> I got all this time, and I'm just like. I'm gonna watch TikTok. I'm crap. Or I'm gonna do something else. And I didn't even think about prayer. I don't read my Bible like that. I got a new Bible, read some chapters. I kid you not, the Bible is on my printer at the house. <laughs> it's a nice little artisan Bible, y'all. But, like, I you just. You bought
0: the one, bro? Yeah. Oh, okay. I bought the one for B Group. Now, I know you ain't got that $50 Bible <laughs> sitting on my printer. You better bust that Bible. I
1: used it. And then, like, after I used it, instead of, like, keeping it in my bed, I kept in the living room. Cause like I don't really understand the Bible like that, so I'm like, I can't relate to that story. However, like, I need more clarification, and so yeah, I would. I got back into worship while I was listening to gospel music all day, but it's like I'm missing those key things that when you grow up in the church, it's like you have to have those in order for you to basically meet the qualifications or meet the requirements to for God to bless you or to
0: talk to you true okay so i wanted to ask it's kind of like the first question but it was what kind of things were you seeking from god during your time here
1: um so i tell god that i was coming to conference with an open heart and kind of just acting on crazy faith which is crazy because i'm like i need an agenda like what are we gonna talk about I have anxiety. Like, what? Well, I had anxiety. But we'll talk about it later.
0: Okay. Hey, that means going to So, <laughs> I
1: have all these anxious thoughts. What if God told me right now to give away my car? How do I get to work? <laughs> Nothing's making sense. But in, in the act of, like, if I'm going to come expecting Something from God, I'm gonna have to put my expectations aside, and if that means that I have to kind of just keep my agenda in there, but also like not be upset if nothing happened. Mm. So it was kind of like I'm not. I told God that I'm not leaving Tulsa until I until you tell me something. If that meant that I would, you told me one thing, that's fine. But I wasn't gonna leave until I heard from him. So yeah.
0: That's good. Okay, now you said if you don't come, I'm not <laughs> going. <laughs> Period. I know that's right. So I wanted to ask you, what was your overall experience of conference?
1: Y'all, Yo, y'all had to be there. I'm talking about first day. Um, oh, actually a little background story for you guys. So I came in, I serve on the online engagement team of TC um, in the YouTube chats. So if y'all watching YouTube and see a little wrench, not dreaming of Everest, that's me.
0: Eight, <laughs> I'm nine. out here praying for people. Period. Um,
1: looking up Bible Bible scriptures uh via the internet because again I the Bible is on the printer. <laughs> <laughs> And so, look. And I'm <laughs> crying. So, in that ribbon. so um, I they offered an opportunity for us to serve on the team to come in a day early to help volunteer. So I came in on Tuesday, um, flew into the small little Tulsa airport, <laughs> um, and then uh, went to the church with my suitcases stuff like that too. So supposed to serve on the social media team, however lady wasn't there so I went met up with some friends um who were also in the same online engagement team and we went and we went to serving the represent shop which is like the merch shop they have and um all we were doing was folding clothes taking stuff out of boxes and folding them um so in the process of that um my job I had left, I, cause it was like a whole ordeal before I left, so I was like, okay, they're fine now, they should be, good to go. Um, folding clothes, I get a call, from one of my, um, shift advisors, and she says, um, I don't want you to have to worry about this now, but I just want to tell you that they are, some partners are starting an investigation against you because, you, they feel like you put them in a situation where they shouldn't have had to be in and I was like what are you talking about like I was in the same conditions um so like what what is happening um and so it kind of like put me uneasy because I was like okay well I'm just gonna go back home because this is my livelihood like I am able to provide for my little family um but if that's in jeopardy then I need to leave and so I had called one of my other, my other managers and was talking to him about it. He's like, I'll handle it. But, and then I, I heard God say, you can't leave a year on an assignment. And that as clear as day in this hallway. And I'm like, ain't nobody else around me. Who was that? <laughs> it sure wasn't me. <laughs> I'm just confused. And so this is the first time I actually heard God say something to me, like physically and not in a dream. And I was like, okay, I, if this is what we're doing, I fall in. And so, um, I had basically kind of just called her back and said, well, whatever happens, happens. Um, and if that's what they want to do, then that's fine. However, i want to go and enjoy my vacation. And she's like, yeah, I didn't want to bother you. I just wanted to tell you, like, I thank you for that. Thank you for not letting me be blindsided, but right now I need to focus on what's here. Went back to go fold some more clothes, and it's like, I I feel like I wouldn't be able to experience that if I didn't get switched from social media team to the store. Mm-hmm. And like the whole, it was just me by myself folding um, clothes in my little section. So it's kind of like I had that alone time for God, and I can only talk to Him. So he made the space for me to talk to him
0: without me knowing about it. Period. I was going to say that. I was going to say you, it's kind of like how sometimes we plan for our own positions and God is like, you think you're going there for one thing. I just need you to be in the atmosphere so that I can really put you in the position that I need you to serve in because God knew if he got you to that place, what he was going to be able to do for you, you know? And right. because the social media team would have been so, like, busy, mm-hmm. you would have been responding to people, like, mm-hmm. back to back to back to back. You wouldn't have been able to have, like, that, you know, still quiet time yeah. that you got when you were exactly. working in the store. So that's exactly. so dope. That's so good. So the next question I want to ask you, what are you looking forward to when you get home? Um,
1: Just being able to apply what I've learned and heard um, in real life. Because I know how... You get so excited about leaving somewhere where you were just so just filled up by God, and then it's kind of like making it practical, so you can say, "You sustain, you sustain," <laughs> from the bottom of my heart, the depths of my soul. <laughs> yes, sustain, hallelujah. <laughs> but when you pull it to the job and they're trying you. Do you sustain or do you want these hands? I'm just confused. So What, they say,
0: what was the song?
1: Oh, spread the, spread op the op out. Like, spread the Ops <laughs> out. I'm just, so it's kind of hard to kind of get your brain to trigger over to, to switch over to like, take what you learned mm-hmm. and make it practical. Just like in high school, they give you homework. You can either choose the homework or you can, or you can just not do it. But it's like, you're not really weighing the pros and cons because you have a situation in front of you and you're like, I just learned this, but like it's still new to me, so I'm going to go back to what I used to do. Mm, that's
0: good.
1: And so just being able to have the clarity and have the desire to want to do it the right way instead of going back the other way is something that I'm really excited
0: about. That's good, girl. Whatever you... So the next question I wanted to ask you is more so like your experiences like you know kind of like some of the things you experienced while you was here but it's what's some life-changing things that has happened for you since you've been here man so much so
1: much um a couple of key things one the first night i got here i stayed with samantha's uh, first b group leader paige hey up
0: to Ooh, girl shout girl, paige. Paige.
1: love you girl page Patton, this <laughs> for you my girl <laughs> And so um, Paige was talking about how um, everybody in her B group are leaders, and she was going to make them all be facilitators. And I was telling her my story, and she was like, you should be a facilitator. And I was like, me? Nah. (laughs) What if I mess up? They ain't going to come back if I say one wrong thing. I'm going to get canceled and I'm not even popular. Like, what? And so, um, it's like, that's cool. That's fine. And so then I ended up the second day. Well, it was the first night of conference. God was like, you're going to be facilitator. And I'm like, of what? <laughs> Big group. So I'm supposed to lead a B group, so we'll thankful for that. Um, but it's just like the confirmation of that. And then the second night, well, second morning, we had a, it was like a little praise party. But it turned into worship. Because we don't, we when I tell y'all, so many tears have been like that arena is full of tears. <laughs> <laughs> if the florist could talk. <laughs> it
0: was they'd be swimming on Swimming.
1: Like <laughs> it was crazy. Everybody was in tears. And so I had um got the just so filled up and just brought attention to things that like I was repressing. Um and I thought it was weird. So okay, cool. So we go to lunch and <laughs> it's crazy because I'm like we're we talking about snacks because we had walked to Aldi to get us some snacks mm-hmm. we had bananas, we had salads or whatever so we pack them in a the bag and we're sitting there and it's me, Samantha Joe, another girl named Sam who we met who loves Sam. Shout, yeah, out. shout
0: out to Sam shout out, Sam. Right here. Shout
1: out to Sam <laughs> <laughs> felt like I know her for years um, <laughs> and Kwanzaa and we're sitting there and we're talking about fruit. And I forgot. I said I only eat, I only snack on fruit. And then I had a deja vu moment. And it was crazy because I was like, I've been here before. I ain't never been to Tulsa before in my life. <laughs> I, I can't tell you where Tulsa's at on map. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got nothing here, but but... Farm, food, food, food and farms, and and jacked up roads. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> um, and then I said, I said I don't know what that. I was like, I just had deja vu moment, and then I uh, was it out. And I was like, this next session is going to be life changing. And then that was it. Okay, cool, life changing. I'm excited. What we finna do? We're walking in the doors. We had three um, TC volunteers say, you don't want to miss this. This is going to be life changing. Back to back to back. And I'm like, just got chills. What is going on? Um, so we get into the session and um, we're worshiping. And I kid you not. Now, keep in mind, these these little sessions were like at least a good two hours. We enter praise and worship. God has me standing from the time we start worshiping until the time the speaker starts talking. That's almost an hour of me standing and just completely still. Can't sit down she he said don't sit down. And he shows me the vision of where I'm supposed to be. Um, he shows me in a neonatal surgical unit in some scrubs that are blue, and yellow with rubber duckies, which is another story. Um, <laughs> but he shows me that. He shows me being the one to bring my family together for Christmas. Because my family, um, my grandma's favoritisms. And it just, it causes so much turmoil in our family right now. And so I'm supposed to be the one that is going to bring the family together. And I uh, heard him say, um, get ready for transition. Uh, and he said, "Prepare for transition." Hold on, let me try my book because that kind of makes sure I'm saying it properly. Um, whatever. And um, prepare for.
0: It was something like with peace,
1: right? Yeah, he was saying, "Get ready for transition. Prepare for takeoff or something like that." And he said, don't miss it. It's going to happen fast. He said, pay attention. It's going to happen fast. And so I'm like, okay, God, God, what are we doing? I mean, I asked for this. I didn't expect you to do all of this. <laughs> day, day what? What? Day two, what are we doing? Um. And so then I come out, I'm telling them about it. And they're like, wow, that's crazy. I come home, go to sleep. I, like, am hearing him in the shower. Never heard God before in the shower. First of all, why are you talking to me in the shower? (laughs) It's a place, a time, and a space for us to be together without any interruptions. So I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing. And so he just started, like, revealing things to me. And we were talking about things before sessions. And in the sessions, the speakers were talking about what we were talking about. It's like they were, they had, like, Recording devices in our Airbnb room. Because <laughs> me and Samantha are sharing the same room. Um, and we would stay up and talk. And the stuff we were talking about, the next session was what we were talking about. It was so
0: crazy. So crazy.
1: And um, just that. And then he unveiled some stuff that I was hiding. Um, not on purpose, but like because my brain decided it just didn't want to process it. Um, and then the last worship session we had... Um, Pastor Charles was talking about how you can't have, you can't use your oil for your own self. You have to pour it out and use it for other people. And so I was like, okay, that's resonating with me. He's like, God's going to bring you some stuff that you're going through. I'm like, so, okay, cool. That you should. So what if that dream I had about me being a nurse or in the trauma section wasn't my dream? What was I supposed to Am I supposed to do something else different? So now you gave me what I wanted to do, cut that out completely, gave me a vision, but then telling me that's not my vision. What am I supposed to be doing? It's not making sense. And so then he starts talking about the past traumas or whatever, and I just start breaking out and crying because he said that it wasn't your fault. Um, don't blame yourself. gave it all to him. And he starts apologizing. And it's like multiple people in the room, but it hits me especially because it's something that I've been repressing. And me and Sam talked about that for like an hour last night. And it was just so crazy because all I could do was cry. And then after that, I was like, okay, I can get a space to breathe. Nope. He says, word for word, um, I'm calling this generation to have people who are able to prophesy. And then he says, he kept saying, dream, 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 dream. And I'm like, that sounds real close to my name. (laughs) What? And I could hear, I just kept crying because it was just so crazy to me that everything that I had asked for, he's giving it to me. And everything that I was talking about is what was talked about by speakers. And pastors and singers who don't even know me from a can of pain. So that was just crazy. And then I'm able to like use that to prophesy some things for Samantha and Quanta. I'm just a regular person. And someone who doesn't, who didn't check all the boxes for God to begin with. The one whose Bible's on that printer. (laughs) <laughs> he the one who still listens to a little bit of Megan song every now and then <laughs> but like he he's using me for purpose and filling me up to pour out oil for other people especially when I go home and it's so real because how could he use somebody like me and we know we talk about it all the time he used strippers in the Bible. I, I I would know all the things, but again, the Bible's in the print. <laughs> um, but he used like drug dealers and strippers and stuff, and he used them to for purpose. So like he used me.
0: But it just goes back to kind of like saying God doesn't um, call the qualified; He qualifies the call. And, you know, and it just goes to show that God, what, what the pastor was saying, like how he um always, it's always the opposite. It's yeah. never the one you think it's going to be. Yeah. So you always just feel like it's not me and God's like, no, it is you.
1: Yeah. You being, know? being qualified to be called is so hard. Like being that chosen one is heavy. Mm,
0: I know.
1: I, I don't want to, like, I was like, I, at one point, um, was he ready to go to bed and I was like, I don't want this, and God was like, "You asked for this, though." Yikes. I'm like, "Well, you ain't had to be mean about it. I'm just saying I don't appreciate it." <laughs> but He's like, I, "I have to do this for you in order for for me to show you the process, to take you through the process, and to take you out of um, little old Savannah. It's not little, but <laughs> take you out of Savannah to bring you to this little town, this, with deserted. Broken, this yeah. deserted town." with Ubers that were $110 <laughs> um, for me to show you what you're supposed to be doing and for me to work on you. And it's like, because if, if, if I would have never came, and keep in mind I had people who didn't even want me to come to a conference because of their own fears and their own doubts. And so I almost listened to them, and I was like, I can't. So um, I almost didn't come. To this conference and I was like I would have missed out on so much if I would have just listened to all their anxious and anxiousness and anxiety and their worries but I did ask for this I just didn't expect it to be so much at one time but I mean the
0: title was Overflow True and then just like thinking about like I know like when you start asking stuff from God, God used to always be like, be careful what you ask for, because you don't ask me, and I'm going to give it to you. And I say that because sometimes when God finally gets a method of contact for you, you've been trying to get up with you for so long, and you feel like he it's just been a busy signal because you've been doing something, <laughs> or it's leave a voicemail, I'll call you back, or... Heard. I'm sleeping, my phone on do not disturb. It gets like that. So the moment he gets through and he's like, oh, dreamer finally answered. Now that I got her here, oh, it's go time. I'm not hanging up this phone. I'm about to lay down everything I need for her to get. Literally one through ten. Because if I don't give it to her like this, I don't know when the next time I'm gonna be get up be able to get up with her. So now that I got through on her line, it's go time because, you know she was trying to return my phone call because you was asking for it. You know, you yeah. asked him. So it's not even like he was looking for you. You were looking for him. And so he's like, oh, that phone, she finally called me back. <laughs> I've been leaving voicemails, after voicemails, after voicemails. She finally called me back. So now that I got her on the phone, I'm ready to talk. Right. And so it just kind of like went from there. And it was like, I, I mean, every night you were like, God is just. I can't even take a shower in peace, and I'm yeah. like, God. And 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 I and I loved it because I was telling Dreama how I enjoyed it because I was able to witness it. You know, like I was able to see it in her, but also be able to encourage her because that's how it was for me when I first started my walk. Like how it was like back to back to back to back like that, and I was happy to be able to encourage her because. Sometimes when God give it to you like that, if you can't handle it, or if you don't have that community, or if you don't have somebody who might have done it, or somebody who is familiar with the works of God, you can feel like, I'm not doing this. You look at you like, whoa, I can't even go take a shower because like you won't even like let me take a shower, like right, I'm just trying to put soap on the rag. Like, right. right. <laughs> like like <laughs> relax. And if you don't have people in those moments, it can make you revert. Revert, you know, and make you feel like you ain't chosen, you know, make you feel like no God, no, you know. So it's just, I was just happy to be able to um witness it because I'm like, this is your moment, like you've been like, you know, like you were just telling me you were praying for these these things, and now it's here, and I get to see not only just you know the experience that God had given me, but now I get to see it in somebody else and I get to see the reaction that comes with it and all these things, you know? And so, I was just really happy. I was like, what well, we got today? And me and yeah. Dreamer didn't sit together because she had floor seats and I had bleacher seats. And um, I would be like, texting her like, I can't wait to hear. Because I would be standing in the bleachers and I'm like, that's for Dreamer. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Because I was just like in total shock because we literally... Had just talked about things mm-hmm. the night before and it just being prophetically said the next day. I'm like, God, you our business, like you be up <laughs> like that. Like, he here probably sitting in one of these chairs, like, yeah, he I'm probably listening. was sitting you know? right next
1: to me. I didn't even know it. It's so crazy. And then, uh, Samantha said, um, she was just joking too, just joking and said, What if this whole conference was just for you? And thinking about it now, it's like, it kind of was, because every night, every session, I came out with something, and it was something so, it wasn't something little, it was something powerful.
0: Exactly. Something that, something that, and and I was, I feel like I'm so excited for you, and so happy for you, because. When you roam the world feeling like God isn't available to you and you see Him available to others, you may you can allow yourself to feel like you lack something, like yeah. that you're not as valuable as someone else, or God doesn't see you the way He sees his other child, you know, and it's like, well, what am I missing? You start feeling like you're inadequate. And so I'm happy that you were able to get that experience because so. When we don't get that and we long for it and we start feeling like, oh, I'll never be anything. God'll never use me. He'll never come and like sp- see about me. And so that's when we stay in culture for so long, feeling like, well, I sought God and he didn't answer the phone. Or I was looking for him and he didn't and, you know, we didn't we didn't get anywhere. So I'm just gonna do things my way. And so you start feeling like you are in control and you start, start trying to live your own life and start trying to make your peace fit in these other puzzles. And God's like, that's not where I needed you to be. That's not that. So I'm happy for you because you asked, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so many people count themselves out because they feel like God isn't looking for them, isn't checking for them or nothing like that. But at the same time, they haven't asked him anything. They just think he's just chasing them down. And God's like, I stopped chasing you a few years ago because I was chasing you. And you was doing everything but coming to me. You were dodging me and all kind of stuff. So I kind of stopped chasing you because you do have a free will. And I was waiting for you to let me know when you were ready. And so... Some people never get that moment because they never ask God. They feel like God is just gonna come and find them. And so I'm happy because this goes back to what I say to my to my listeners is like the Bible says you have not, cause you ask not. When you get to ask him, God is gonna literally like show it for you and you know, just show you what he's capable of. And so I'm glad that you got that moment because that's gonna keep you anchored in the season that you're in, you know? So, yeah. Did you want to start, say anything else about your experience?
1: No, oh, it's just crazy. Um, I just got so much. And it was, it was like, it it felt the last worship session we had just felt so heavy because it was like, while we were sitting there, I couldn't even, like, I am, like, the goofiest person you could possibly meet. Like, I'm on go all the time, ready to go. Wake hey, up, wake up. She eats, but
0: she eats slow, too. She eats so slow.
1: We are not talking about that <laughs> right,
0: na- right now. Well, you <laughs> you always on go. I, like... do, I do eat slow.
1: <laughs> However, <laughs> I'm trying to savor the moment. Even though just oh, be, it, it no just be, I just eat, it just be chicken tenders. Anyway, <laughs> um, but I just came out feeling so just drained and it's because I was sitting there and we're worshiping and I just fall asleep I'm not tired I had hella sleep last night I just fall asleep and I can see myself sitting in the chair um sitting in the same chair in the in the arena and it's like God is showing me my heart and he's showing me all these gray areas that I have because my heart felt so heavy walking in there and I was like I was just hitting the donkey outside. I'm confused. <laughs> um, and he was like, he like, I gotta do the work in you. I gotta. Be, you have to have peace before I can move you anywhere." And I'm like, "Why are you in my business?" Because <laughs> I my my job is so fast paced. I need to get things done in a timely manner. I drive. Fast, cause I have somewhere to be, <laughs> and it's so crazy, cause I can see him like pointing me out all the great areas I had, showing me what it was, and healing them. I was asleep for it was four hours of worship. I don't know why they said it, it was. Ooh, it was crazy. Just we were all just as to said, we were all slain out in Christ, looking <laughs> crazy. Eyelashes hanging off, makeup messed up. We was just looking rough coming out there. Um, But for me, it was just so heavy because I didn't think that these things were hindering me, and they were. And so he was like, "I had to do this. You had to be in this sleep for me to repair you." You're still, you're still like in the concert. You can hear what's going on but you're not focused on that. You're focused on me. And he's like, I had to put you in this sleep because you would have just gotten out of my presence super fast because it felt awkward. And because it felt something uncomfortable and you didn't want to do it. And when you're in uncomfortable situations, you run away. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Because it's uncomfortable. It's something new. I don't know it. And so I was like, you're right. Because I showed open open my eyes and missed it. And so on top of him doing that at first and then preparing me for healing the past trauma and then telling me that the words that I speak are prophetic. And it's something that Ponza and Sam, Samantha Joe have been saying this whole entire thing. Careful what you whisper. It's crazy how everything that you're saying is coming true. Even Sam was talking about like, we were just talking about outside. And so, and then for him to repeatedly say my name multiple times it was just like confirmation that like the job I'm in is not the right job. It's draining me. And I can't give you peace if you're coming home and you're mad and you're taking out your trauma and your hurt because your partners aren't doing right. And now you're mess you're causing destruction in areas that are fine because you don't have peace when you go home. And I was like. Well, I mean, if you go, I'll follow. Now, don't tell me to quit my job because what I got bills to pay. <laughs> but it's just like, that's the direction he's heading me into. And it's like, do I trust him or do I just continue to just do what I want to do? So I'll let y'all know if. <sighs> well, he told me I was supposed to quit my job. I'll let y'all know if I have another job to go to after I quit the job. <laughs> I might be out here in a box. But you know, here is holy, and God told me to the job, so he's gonna have to make it up. He's gonna have to figure something out. Cause I I did my part. Period. You better
0: figure it out. And you say, God, this on you. You did this. <laughs> That's so good. So I wanted to ask you the last question, which is. What's something you could offer to my listeners to encourage the the ones who might be in a similar season, such as you?
1: Mm, I would say, don't don't discount yourself. Um, don't think that you can't be used by God, even if you can't hear Him now, even if you see others who have much bigger faith than you, even if you consider yourself a baby Christian everybody's walk is different that's something i had to learn too because in my walk i'm like all right you come in thinking that you're gonna have all the tools and materials you're not something you have to do you have to understand what a fast is understand how to pray um practice how to pray and it's not something that it's you shouldn't be saying from the beginning god i come to you right now no you're not going to know how to do that because it's awkward I had to learn that I can talk to God normally and he can hear me. I don't have to put on a front and try to act like somebody else. I can talk to him like I'm talking to y'all right now. So good. And just like, don't discount yourself out. And just, if you have questions, um, just talk to him. Just even if, even if you think he's not listening, he's listening. And it's weird. You feel like you're talking to yourself because you're not getting the answers that you need. And so you're like, you got five minutes to tell me what's going on. And if I don't hear something by 4.59.59, I'm doing whatever I'm going to do. (laughs) And it's just kind of putting that trust in him. And it's going to be awkward at first. And you might feel like maybe you're at a point where you've been doing that for a while. And it's not working. Try journaling. I never journaled before I got here. I write a journal because I was like, why not? like it's just it's just some paper and a notebook and a pen. And I've been journaling every day, at least four times a day with things that I've heard, things that I'm like have questions about. Write it down so that you can look back on it and kind of see where. Like if it came to pass that, where are you started from, reading over it, and just establishing another line of communication. It's so, like okay, if you're not gonna, be be hungry. I would say if if he's not answering in one direction, if God is blocking you on Messenger, you better Snapchat all that man. <laughs> you better send a pigeon. Be hungry to chase him, and at some point. He might not be in the area that you need him to be in. He's somewhere around the corner. Or he's somewhere in the area. So it's like kind of like not to lose face, but to continue to still chase him. Because eventually he's gonna find you. Or you're gonna find him. Like I've been looking for you. Period.
0: What now, you, where you been at?
1: Who who was her? <laughs> I called you multiple times. Why didn't you answer? And it's just kind of like he he he. Sometimes he does that to see if you're serious or not. And I guess this time I was serious. And I made the budget that he told me to make three seasons ago. <laughs> three <laughs> when I Samantha, Samantha Jo's first met the Joe's first B group. God told me to to uh, make a budget in my dream. I said I don't even know what a budget is. I mean I have a hard time spending money because I don't make enough money right now to have a budget. I'm out to dip in my savings account. I can't make that. Let's talk about making a savings account or whatever. Every time we would have like weekly goals, budget was the first one. Did everything else on the list but the budget. And it was kind of like, Samantha said, make the budget or you're not going to Tulsa. I said, I'm making the budget right now. <laughs> on B Group, while we're talking or making the budget, show the budget, literally like yes. The next week, God blessed. The next week after that, God blessed. And I'm like, Okay, like, you're showing me that if I just do the work, if I just do it, you're going to show up. And it's kind of, like, funny that I did those two things. Well, I did the budget. And that allowed for the blessings to happen, allowed for a little bit of pause, just for me to be on another high again.
0: Mm, That's going to have to, like,
1: last me until... Whenever God decides to speak to me tomorrow morning while I'm
0: making breakfast. <laughs> That's so, yeah. so good. That's so good. And I'm just, I'm just, like I said, I'm just so happy for your experience. And I just really can't wait to see, like, what, what strategies you develop when you go home and like what work you go out and do in the field of, you know, that God has called you to go and, you know, serve in. And I'm just excited. I'm excited for the people that encounter you, because think about it, when you go back, you're going to be a different person. Like, you're really not even, like, the same person no more. So, I'm, like, eager to hear, like, what you're going to be doing and what all happens and, like, you know, who feels moved by your story and just all these things, you know? And then, too, also, like, the healing that you start getting, you know? Cause when you start healing out, you literally start evolving into like the best person. It's it's amazing, and it's just God is like, I just need you to know your value in me. That's all. I'm not asking you to change your personality. So like when you were saying earlier, how like you just talk to God as he is. Like that's how you start because that's that's just you. You know, like that's you. You you don't speak in tongues to me. So you're not gonna be like speaking in tongues to God. God is like, I'm not asking you to change who you are. I just want to meet with you. I just want you to come and see about me so that I can see about you. You know? So that's so good. So yes, y'all. So this is the wrap up, but we were just talking about our experience here. Well, Dreama was just talking about um the things that she got here in Tulsa. Um, I'm just eager to see like where this podcast goes by share women sharing their stories and like the testimonies and the things that they're praying for from God. Um, cause I did get that revelation while I was here in Tulsa that it's time to start adding people to the podcast so that other women can be set free. Because if we don't know how God does some of his work, Then we won't feel like God is working in our lives. And how we learn that is by hearing other people's story. I read a lot of books, and so I'm always like just reading other people's testimonies. And today I actually got that revelation that if we don't allow other people to be a part of this podcast, then we won't be able to reach as many women as we are capable of reaching because not everybody's going to just be able to relate to me. So I am now working on doing guests and so yeah I was just really excited to be able to be surrounded by Christian friends you know because I didn't really have that at home and so I was like I'm gonna bring my podcast stuff because I really did see like on TikTok these people who meet with Christian friends and they just do all kind of different like unique things so I wanted to have that encounterment and um I felt like it would be memorable by recording it so I'm excited to see the things that happen on this podcast and I'm just really excited that I got a chance to have that moment with somebody who I've seen, you know, grow over the last few days. It's just amazing like just being able to like root for other women and also just like be able to be a part of what it is that they're doing in their lives cuz y'all know who here, I tell y'all, everybody born to win. Like you just got to tap in and see like how created, like how dope God created you because God created Dream of Dope, God created me dope, like God created all of us dope, but if you never unlock and unleash the things that God has for you, you'll keep counting yourself out. So I hope that as you go and maneuver this week that you count yourself in and that you seek God and that you get to asking God for some things that it is that you're looking for in your life. So until next time, this is your girl Samantha and this is my podcast, Naturalize.